I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. You're listening to FP Interviews, in-depth conversations with interesting people. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. It's Tuesday, which means it's time for another interview episode on Footy Prime, where we speak with interesting people and have interesting conversations. And there are far fewer people in the soccer world right now as interesting as our next guest. Uh, You may have been introduced to her as an Olympic bronze medalist. If you are in the United States, you know that she is now one of the most recognizable women on soccer TV in the country. And now a Saskatchewan Sports Hall of Famer. Kaylin Kyle, welcome to the show. By the way, whoever wrote that intro, I need to hire them. I know it wasn't Jimmy, so like just send me the information because that was amazing. You made me sound incredible. Oh, well, yeah, uh, Kaylin, that you're was right me. there. And Kaylin, I just want you to know when the time comes, if you want to do a book, I know a guy. Okay. Um, it's me, Kaylin. Uh, I did uh, Dwayne DiRosario's biography, Dero My Life, brought, uh, published by ECW Press uh, 2021. That's just for the listeners out there. But yes, Kaylin. You're a ghostwriter. <laughs> If, if... That, by the way, I don't think people would be ready for my book. I think we'd need like sequels and trilogy. Well, I don't even know how to. Is it? I don't even like know a trilogy. Yeah, trilogy. Trilogies? Like the amount oh. of stuff that I would have. So no, we'll just okay. Just leave, we'll just leave that alone for right now. Park I'm list. I'm trying to get a book going as well, but nobody wants to publish it. <laughs> Jimmy, no one's interested in your life. <laughs> why? Why is it that every guest? And I would love to know every guest that comes on just hammers me right away. I love it everyone we actually go after the guests that will do that (laughs) i knew i knew she would right away (laughs) i called that one stevie Uh, wonder would have saw that i'm very excited to have uh three former canadian internationals on the show now as uh, james Sharman's working one of his many other jobs um so i get to handle this one um but caitlin i mentioned yeah obviously we know you as an olympic bronze medalist and for having played with the national team and been such a staple uh now seeing you in the in the media uh, so prominently now uh five years have passed since your playing career uh do you still miss the game do you still miss playing 
Oh God, you! everyone's going to hate me for saying this. I honestly, not one inch of me misses playing the game. Like I, I play pickup on Monday, sometimes Wednesdays, if my body's like recovered by a Wednesday, which is a rarity. Um, no, I, I was always like, my dad always said, like, once you fall out of love with the game, walk away or else you'll end up hating it. And I think that was like the best advice that I've ever gotten with it. Cause it was just at a point where I was like, there was, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah, that's you are. You are. yeah but there was just so much bullshit behind the scenes. And like, I mean, the NWSL, when I first started there, I mean, a lot of people are like, why were you traded so many times? I mean, open the media right now. That's why, like, it, it was just such uncomfortable playing atmospheres and coaches and living and just so much bullshit behind the scenes that, you know, you couldn't talk about because then you weren't given a contract. And by the way, those contracts were only 30K before taxes. So like, it wasn't like we were playing for money, but it was also like, just a shut up and play. So I think for me now, everyone knows like I'm very vocal, I'm very outspoken. Um, so it's been nice to be on the other side of things where I can actually be myself like i can be kale and kyle without you know the repercussions of being cut from a team or you know standing up for what's right so um yeah it's definitely there was a lot of factors involved with it but i mean i did everything i wanted to do i you know the olympics the the world cups as well so yeah yeah, I'm, i'm grateful for everything that soccer gave me but i'm also grateful for job and life post playing yeah yeah i mean when you you get you look at that and you you also obviously love the game still and being able to move into broadcasting has been a transition that you've done seamlessly and it still gives you that uh, connection to the game still, right? And it, and I know that I really enjoyed moving into broadcasting and, and I see that you obviously do as well. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I mean, I still feel like obviously you're still part of the game, but then you see former players like yourself. I mean, I saw you in Hamilton when uh, Canada beat the U.S. Yeah, I'll throw that in there. Um, But still, (laughs) you you still get that locker room aspect. I think that's the one thing that all professional athletes say that they miss the most. And it doesn't matter what sport. It's that locker room that it's very hard to find on the outside world, the banter inside the locker room, the jokes that you have, you know, you're, you're forced to be friends with 23 different people. Um, So I think that maybe has been a transition for me, but I'm very a person. My social media says otherwise. I'm a very person to myself. I love my own time. I love my bottle of wine and not speaking to anyone. Cause obviously in media, you know, you speak to people all day long or, within the airports and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's maybe the one thing I miss, but I, I don't know. I genuinely, yeah, I, I don't miss anything about playing. That's so <laughs> horrible to say. Kaylin, you know what? You're you're absolutely amazing at, at doing this broadcasting, right? And we, we really enjoy watching you. Um, and it, it suits your personality as well because you love to talk. You don't shut up. <laughs> Is that a compliment? You just, you just love it. <laughs> right. And even if you don't want to talk, you still continue to talk. But, you know, as a as a as a footballer, an ex-footballers, you know, throughout our career, you know, we've, we've all played for a number of clubs. But was there was there one club that you looked at and thought, you know, what, I really enjoy it here and I'm enjoying my time in this in this city? Um. So, you know what? Seattle. And I'll, I can, I can talk about this now, but um, it was in Seattle under Laura Harvey. I absolutely love my time there. And the only reason why I had to get traded to Boston at the time was because I was playing in a center back role and John Herdman, and this isn't, you know, any disrespect to John Herdman because I absolutely love him. He had said, look, Carmelina Moscato is at Boston at the moment. She's not playing. She is a center back. Um, And, you know, their midfield, we think you can crack into their starting 11 there. We want 
you training in the midfield role, which I respect from him. And in hindsight, I wish I would have just stuck to center back because after going to Boston, asking for the trade there because the coach was just verbally very abusive, just derogatory in the way that he spoke. Um, Then I went to Houston, the same situation, asked for another trade there, then got to Portland, obviously Paul Riley, the coach, another trade I've asked for. So that's three trades that like I could never speak publicly publicly about everyone just thought it was a bad egg and I'm the furthest thing from that on the team I always put the team before myself so I think that's the one thing that I would have loved to have stayed at Seattle because Laura Harvey she is just like the best person in the world she made it fun the team was fun I really really enjoyed my time in Seattle the city is like you know, a lot of rain, but I mean, we were only there for the summer months. But um, yeah, I, I wish I, I could have had more years in Seattle under Laura Harvey, for sure. Kaylin, you touch on some of the issues that the NWSL has, has faced, and obviously these are all coming to light now. Are you surprised at all with any of the findings that uh, you've seen? And um, what do you think the, the course of action may actually be now? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, for me, um, sorry if you can hear grinding in the background. I'm getting a pedicure at the moment. Um, but the best I, guest. Uh, come on whenever you're available. Thank you for making time. To, I have to take care of my soccer feet. Um, I think for me, and w- this is the saddest part, is it wasn't shocking. Like the verbal abuse. I mean, I was I was part of that. Now the sexual abuse on the outside of it. Some I never knew about that, which honestly breaks my heart, which makes me th- think, was I a bad teammate to not ask the questions? Was I a bad teammate to maybe miss the signs? Um, so I think for me, that was the one thing that I look back on my playing career as a young player and getting traded to so many teams and asking for trades because of those reasons of the verbal abuse. Um, I wish I would have been a better teammate to maybe ask the questions, but to my teammates of how can I help? But I just genuinely didn't know, which... Again, I mean, I played in Portland under Paul Riley. I didn't know about any of it, which makes you feel like a really shitty teammate, if I'm being completely honest, because I was friends with a lot of these girls. Um, Mm -hmm. But then also the findings, it's super sad. Like, it's 2022. We live in America. Like, how is this continuing to happen? So it's, it's from above now. You look at what's going on in Portland. I will be shocked if Merritt doesn't have to sell the team. Genuinely shocked. I would be shocked if any players wanted to go and play for someone that owned a team like that. Now, you know, you look at Portland and you look at the fan base and you look at what they've created there, which is incredible. It's one of the atmospheres that I loved playing in the most. It was sold out stadium week after week for women back then was incredible. But I just think, you know, these women spoke up and no one listened. And now the only reason why people are speaking up is because they got caught, which is a really sad world that we live in. And I feel... Mm -hmm horrible for these women that have had to suffer through this for so many years and to had to retire like a lot of these women retired because they spoke up and nothing was done which literally breaks your heart and now me obviously as a mama two baby boys i hope and i teach my boys this to treat women with respect if a woman comes to you and my boys are only four and two and we still have that conversation treat others how you want to be treated and listen when a woman is talking listen to them so I don't know. It's just, it's sickening. It like breaks my heart. It breaks my heart for these women that have had to endure this pain that have left the league and are playing overseas now. But I also have to, you know, clap my hands for them that they're speaking Mm -hmm. on these tough situations and they're speaking on what happened to them because a lot of these people are now married. They have kids of their own. And I don't know if I would have, I would be brave enough to speak up as now a mom with two kids. If it happened, you put yourself in a situation that these women have 
and they've spoken up when, you know, their their sons or daughters are going to read this in years to come and ask the tough questions. And how freaking brave is that? I mean, you know, to be these not only role models to their kids, to their husbands, to their communities, but now to be role models to their kids to be like, you know what, this was wrong. I spoke up about it and I'm willing to have the tough conversations and to put my neck out there to you know, maybe lose a job because it wasn't right. And they shouldn't have lost their job. These men should be losing their job. These men should not be anywhere near athletes, women, sport, anything. Some of them should be in prison, quite frankly, if I'm being completely honest, which is like, it's just, it's shocking. It's shocking that it took this many years um, for it to come to this. And what's disappointing as well, you're fighting against so many other things and barriers in the women's game and trying to build it and you have this shite, you know, it just it just mm-hmm. drives mm-hmm. you crazy. It's terrible, but we'll get mm-hmm. there, I guess, in the end. But we have to. I mean, if like you look at some of the most inspiring people and I know obviously I'm, I'm speaking to males right now and you guys are inspiring your own way, but women now are just leading the force in so many different categories, whether it's business, whether it's being a mom, a teacher, an athlete. And for me, I mean, you look at our Canadian women's national soccer team at the Olympics, that gold medal game. And my boys were screaming the house down. Like Hayden was asking me for a team Canada Jersey. Now I can't get my hands on a team Canada Jersey because Canada soccer. I mean, that is, uh, don't even get me started on that. You can get some knockoffs at Canadian Tire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get- like, I can. I'll Only if you got your coupons. Um, so yeah, that uh, yeah, it, it is inspiring to see what these women are doing, and um, for both you know males, females, uh, young, old, it, it is pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. You do have a better chance of sending uh, Jenny or any one of your CBS New York colleagues down to Canal Street to get you a Canada yeah. jersey. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, I mean, it is so hard to get a Canadian jersey. I mean, I text Richie Larea the other day. I was like, any danger of you sending me a jersey before the World Cup or layering someone? And they're like, Kalen, we didn't even get new jerseys for the World Cup. I was like, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, it's that's crazy. been a big thing on soccer Twitter too, not getting new jerseys. Yeah, the it's only wild. country. Um, hey, and in, in, uh, in speaking of women's soccer, though, the ex- on the field, the explosion, the growth that we've seen, the sold out stadiums, um, the, the the rise in Europe and investment. Are you surprised uh, by how quickly the game has exploded and, and, and where it's it's been just in the last few years that you've been, been in the media? Okay, so you remember when I said that I don't miss playing? Mm-hmm. I was at the Barcelona Champions League final game and I was like, oh my God, I miss playing because we never, <laughs> I think the, yeah. the most fans we had was like Portland or like a World Cup, the home World Cup we had. And then in Germany, it is incredible. And I mean, phenomenal. You look at the women's Euros, it, there was men texting the women's players, guys that play in the Premier League being like, hey, can we get tickets? And they're like, sorry, mate, like we don't have any tickets. Like players asking like, Manchester City to be like, hey, do you guys have any way of getting us tickets? So, I mean, if you look at it in that aspect, and even the the players that were there, like cheering and had their own chants about the players, I mean, it is so cool to see. I've been really lucky to be able to be in some of those stadiums. Um, But I will say the playing style of women's football has changed. So that has allowed the game to grow because, I mean, when I played for Canada the first couple of years, it was literally, I would have to go to a chiropractor every week because the ball never came through the midfield. It was like, who can tackle harder and who can play it longer? Like, that's what we worked on. 
I was like, why do I continue to work on playing a long ball for 25 minutes when I come into training? Like, let's play with the ball at our feet. So, so happy that obviously John Herdman came in and kind of completely revamped how Canada soccer is looked upon on how we play. Like, we're not just big brutes up and up from the north. We actually, you know, can play football. Um, So, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's so incredible to see. And it's it's amazing. One thing I think, uh, Kaylin, is that you, you've done so well on this broadcasting side is that you understand the game as well as anybody I've ever come across uh, from a TV standpoint or from knowledge uh, goes. And, and I, know, I know I'm not speaking out of turn here. I want to talk to John Herman about you, you several years ago saying that you were probably the player in the Canadian national team that understood the game and tactically better than the rest of them. Um, and that would have suited you perfectly moving into the broadcasting because not only do you have an opinion, but you also understand the game. So I can't see you not doing this for as long as you possibly <laughs> want to do it. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, how come I'm not getting any of these words from you? Like, <laughs> no, because he, he's I, short I can't, on compliments. I can't your tires anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, um, it was. It's funny. Uh, it's John Herdman was the actually the one that got me into TV. So it was him oh. and Jason DeBoz that put my name forward at TSN. They were looking for. I don't know what tournament it was. They were looking for a like broadcaster, a woman broadcaster. And both of them had said, you know what? Like, I think Kay would be great. Um, now looking back on that reel of like the first time I was on TV, I'm shocked that people are still hiring me. I was so bad. It was so nervous when I first got into it. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, honestly, I owe a lot to John. He tactically is a mastermind. He made me look at the game different. He made me understand the game different. He like tactically just made my brain different develop in ways where I think if another coach had come in, it, it wouldn't be where it's at now. Um, mm. And then also just kind of, you know, fall in love with the game. Like I never grew up really watching soccer. I watched NHL football or NHL football, um, <laughs> hockey. I watched, mm. um, you know, CFL, the the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So mm. I never watched soccer growing up like champions league europa league the suda americana like none of these tournaments i didn't even really know about and that's embarrassing for me to say now because now i'm i'm covering them um Mm. so i don't know the history in in which someone from england or spain that they're born and bred into a footballing culture so i think that's one thing that you can kind of see canada's changing it's more becoming a footballing culture where you know you turn on the tv and it's not golf on a sunday it's not nhl playoffs it's you know the premier league in the morning then you have la liga wrapping up at 3 p.m in the afternoon so Mm -hmm. i think that for me is really really cool to see as well and um i really wish i would have grown up with that because i love it so much now i'm wondering if i did grow up in that culture how much more i would have developed as a player and both a broadcaster as well i think spanish caitlin kyle would be very different in general congratulations by the way on doing spanish language interviews oh, uh with into miami i saw you interviewing gonzalo higuain uh maybe you'll get another one the last two games here of his career well, let's hope not let's hope to do not. in spanish um, um that's impressive but, but that's very impressive congratulations that's well that's you know what impressive. a little bit of a backstory and this is kind of my personality i don't take no well Jimmy knows this. Everyone that knows me knows this. Um, And I'm willing to literally prove anyone wrong, even if it's throwing myself under the bus to like, be like, I can do this. It's just going to take practice. So into Miami, um, they were like, Kaylin, you're not allowed to interview anyone that speaks Spanish. And I was like, but even if they can speak English like a little bit and they're like, no, 
we're going to have like our head of communication do all the Spanish interviews. You can stand there and hold the mic. I was like, well, I'm going to look like an idiot. Absolutely not. So obviously I'd never inter three years. I've never interviewed Gonzalo Higuain ever, not even remotely. He speaks great English, by the way. So I was like, okay, whatever. So the game, he got two goals, won the, the game winner, man of the match. It was at home and I'm pitch side and the, our head of communication comes over and was like, um, right, I'm going to ask Gonzalo's like our man of the match. Da, 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 this is our interview. So you're more than welcome to hold the microphone. I'm going to ask the questions. I was like, I'm going to stop you right there. I was like, went to my like producer that helps us produce like our pregame show. I was like, I need you to simplify this for me. I want to ask these two questions. Talk about the goals in the and then obviously the, the race, playoffs, the moment they're on. So he did me these two questions, it threw them into Google Translate, pressed play on it, listened to it a couple times. And I was like, right, I can do this. I wish I would have <laughs> had like a couple shots of tequila, maybe a glass of wine. I feel like it could have gone a little bit better, but you know what? I was like, I'm doing this goddamn interview. I've never interviewed Gonzalo and I am not missing this opportunity. So yeah, that's how I got the Spanish interview. So. And you use it through you use Google Translate? Yeah, Google Translate. And then when you do it, you can press play. So like the lady says it back to you. Yeah. Uh, so I just did that a few times, practice with my, because everyone speaks Spanish here. I practice with, yeah, um, oh yeah. it was actually a guy sitting in a box next to me, like, because the boxes, the VIP boxes for Inter Miami are pitch side, like on the grass. And I, yeah. he spoke Spanish. I was like, can I just say these things to you really quick? And he was like, um, yeah, I guess. And he's like, no, it's muy bien, muy bien. I was like, perfecto. And then I was like, right. Hey, good for you. <laughs> hey, Kaylin, Kaylin, how was how was your accent though? Because every time I try to speak a little bit of Spanish, I sound like a Spanish waiter. I'm like, hola, buenos dias, mucho gracias. <laughs> yeah, that's actually not bad, bro. No, um, that's very good to me. Uh, you know what? Let's just put it this way: it went viral, and people from like Venezuela, Argentina were like, you know, fair play for you trying. Um, it wasn't great, but like he was like so gracious. I mean, he speaks great English um, and he kind of got the gist of what I was asking. So he actually made me look amazing, but probably deep down, he was like this idiot, stick to English. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, keep, keep doing it. Muchos yeah. oportunidades en la futuro. See? Eh? See, I understand. It's just speaking it. I'm like, I get really nervous. Like I'm like, Fair. oh God. Yeah. I get really nervous speaking with these guys uh, four times a week. So it's okay. You're doing it in a foreign language. Good on you. Can you do me a favor, though? Can you please tell these two clowns um, that uh, I'm actually not as bad at co-ed league soccer as they think? Because the last time I saw you, you were covering the Women's World Cup, and we played a doubleheader Friday night at Lamport Stadium. And I remember... Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, you yeah. were great. You weren't bad. <laughs> yes, Steve, that's what we can say. But we keep I did telling score. you you're not that good. No, I know I'm not that good, but I did score two goals in that game, assisted by Miss Kaylin Kyle. Well, of course, she's making you look good. Imagine she wasn't there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You were you were decent. You were decent. <laughs> oh, that's a lie. To, you don't have to lie. Pinocchio over there. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's why we can't see I, the video. I feel up. so bad. Like, literally, the saws come out on my feet. This is what happens when you've played football for so many years. Like, your pedicurist is like, oh, my goodness. I apologize for all the background noise at the moment. Hey, we thought, we great thought podcast. you were we thought you were in a body shop. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> no, <laughs> just calling us if from you, a renovation. If you saw Jimmy's toes, you'd Jimmy's toes are a freaking disaster. My, my toes. I told you the last time when I went and got my feet done. I was the one, one and only. When I went in there and we're sitting, there's like ten seats, and I, I get in, I put my feet in the the bowl, and the woman obviously speaks in her language to her partner. She gets up, walks away, comes back with a little mask. I'm the only one getting my feet done with a mask on. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> but, but but like, I, never, I, never, I never went back. It looks contagious. It really does. <laughs> it was it was a gas. I know it's like, what the fuck is that on this on his toes? <laughs> Do you have to put a disclaimer? Is there a disclaimer on your file, Kaylin? They're like former professional soccer player and they put you yeah, in a like price I category? Yeah, like I always, I always give them, my, to be fair, my feet are amazing now because I take care of them now. But like my one advice to anyone that plays professional sport, I'm like, just get pedicures. Keep up with them because it has taken me five years to get my feet back. And she's laughing at me at the moment saying this. She's like, no, they're actually still terrible. But like, I feel comfortable and confident to be in sandals. So there you go. Oh. There's my hey, Kaylin, word of wisdom today. Kaylin, how has it been working with TR? Thomas oh, Rongan. Outrageous. Outrageous. Is he not? He's wild. Is he the person you went to for Spanish advice, by the way? I hope not. Uh, absolutely not. He thinks he speaks Spanish and he's terrible. Um, but he, you know what? To be fair, I everyone always asks, like, have you have you run into anyone in the industry that makes your life a living hell? And genuinely, genuinely, because the industry, it's, it's very, you guys, you understand it. Like, mm. it's very hard to find genuine good people in it. I have been so incredibly lucky to work with some of the best people, I mean, Ray Hudson, Andres Cordero, uh, TR, um, Chris Whittingham, like so many good, good, genuine people that have my back. And T, for as much as he is crazy, he literally makes my job so fun because I never know what I'm going to get with him. A, I don't know what he's going to wear. So I'm like, I can't even outfit plan with him. And then B, he's just, he's really honest, which I like. I like people that aren't afraid to give an opinion, you know, whether that yeah. causes backflack or whatever. So uh, yeah, no, T's great. Just on the Inter-Miami pregame shows, he, he thinks he can like let loose a little bit more so like i have to always be aware if there's like soccer balls around us because i'm like one is going to beeline for my head but no he he's fantastic <laughs> yeah reining it in that's reining him in is a skill set i did this for yes. a year on fox and yeah. it's uh it's that is, awesome. that is thomas Rongan we're talking about yes sorry. yes he, <laughs> he is a beauty by the way one he's of a kind that one. yeah Honestly, one of the one of the best in the business. So we've had him on the show. I'm uh, I'm envious that you get to work with him as frequently as you do. I miss it. It was uh, it was one of the funnest times of my life working with him as often um, as we did. Um, there's a great uh, clip you posted on your Instagram. You brought uh, I think your oldest son to work, and just watching Rongan play around with him on set. That's that's a pretty cool moment you got to share. Uh, it was cool, but it was also like. I don't have enough money to fix what you guys are playing with. It's like half a million dollar cameras and T's like, just jump on it. And I'm like, no T like a, I teach my kids to have very good behavior so I can take them to work settings like that. Right. And he was like the kid that I was like, T no T no, no TR. Like absolutely not. Yeah. And like, Hayden was like <laughs> when we left, he was like, mommy, I really like TR. And I was like, that's good. It's your first and last time, pal. So <laughs> yeah uncle tr yeah you gotta keep away what's the what's the problem i don't get it why can't they jump on the on the cameras it's fine <laughs> yeah, exactly. we'll just get a new one like, oh yeah. <laughs> god i miss that guy um oh, let's talk a little mls then uh obviously it's been a wild season um we're, we're doing this interview before the mls playoffs start um so i guess it's, it's a big little moot if in miami don't make the uh the postseason um but i think that competitively across the board this has been one of the most exciting major league soccer seasons yeah it, like ever yeah you you nailed it i was actually talking to my father-in-law the other day adrian um they're on a bit of a, a losing streak uh we shall say um but he mm -hmm. was like mm -hmm. it's crazy because usually it's like the west is a little or the east is a little bit close and the west is kind of like you have you know there's like big gap everyone is so close from like 11 spot to i think 
we can go any, I think we can go to fourth into Miami if these two results go our way and we get someone that loses on Wednesday. But um, it, yeah, it, it's crazy. But I, I think it, it shows the growth of major league soccer. I mean, you touch on all the European guys that are coming over and like the first thing they say, like Gonzalo Higuain's retirement thing, I think it was yesterday. He was like, I am pleasantly surprised with major league soccer made me fall in love and my passion for the game again and he was like the like people don't realize the travel schedule the competitive in the games i think this is the first season where i'm like god i don't know who's gonna win it like i i genuinely don't know who's gonna win win every week everyone's like what's your prediction i'm like don't have one like I mean, I can predict Erlen Holland's goals, no problem. But I'm like, I can't predict yeah. really soccer goals. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been really cool, and it's been amazing to be able to obviously cover it the last three years here in Miami. Oh, MLS takes boys. Know know where you want to go with that? What's well, I was going to ask you, what is it like to have Adrian Heath as a father-in-law? <laughs> so when I first married into the family, I was not like starstruck I, I never get starstruck from people it was actually when i went to england the first time with the family and i was walking down the street and everyone was like inchy 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 and that was the moment where i realized jesus christ like my father is a legend like genuine yeah. legend. um yeah. like i thought i was like a legend in saskatoon doesn't even come close <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, yeah i think that was the moment where i was like yeah it just kind of put in perspective like him in European football and then obviously just as um this is gonna make me sound terrible to everyone else in the family he's an amazing amazing human being but he doesn't give out compliments ever like yeah. I think like I maybe, Jimmy yeah like he's like Jimmy yeah but I think I've maybe heard him say like I love you to Harrison maybe I can count on one hand like he loves him to death but he's like very like you know it's gonna take a lot to impress me honestly you guys the text messages that I get from him, like, I'm so proud of you. You're absolutely killing it. He was like, I was a bit nervous that we were having drinks over Christmas. And he was like, you know, when you, you first told us you were going into broadcasting, I was a little bit nervous. And I was like, why? He's like that old school English, right? And it's not yeah. any disrespect to anything. But he was like, I didn't really know if you'd know anything about football. And I was like, he was like, you, he's like, I could talk football with you all day long. He was like, so it, it's weird. We have this really weird relationship in the best way possible. Like I'll call him, I'll be on a broadcast sometimes. And I'm like, am I not seeing the picture right? Or am I like misreading this game? And I'll just send him like a quick text. And I'll be like, am I seeing this right? Like if it's whatever, Real Madrid's Bayern Munich. And he'll be like, yeah. And we'll have like a quick chat. And I'm like, so he always jokes. He's like, I'll take 10% of all your earnings. I was like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> send you a check. But yeah, it's like the coolest relationship. I think Harrison's like, he's so happy, but also he's like, I genuinely think my dad likes you more than he likes me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> I think I can do about that. Do you, come across Mark, do, you, do you come across Mark Watson at all? General manager? Oh, oh, he's the best. I've had a, a few glasses of wine with him at All-Star break, um, definitely. Um, and then, yeah, he he came down to Miami when Miami uh, played Minnesota when we hosted them. I think that was in, like, July or something like that. But he's he's just such a good guy. He's, like, typical Canadian. He's funny. He's, like, way funnier than Jimmy. He's just, he's just a good <laughs> no, guy. Like, no, he's not. Yeah, he's a, that's a, that's he's what I was going to ask because he, he's, he's top drawer. We would, love to, we would love to have him on here and sub uh, Jimmy out. Substitution. He <laughs> sounds he sounds busy at the moment. He's trying to get his team in the playoffs. He's a he's yeah. A yeah. Man. 
Yeah. But you know what the thing is too, Kevin, you, you're, you're very, very lucky as well because Inchi is an amazing, amazing man. And for me, his football IQ is ridiculous. No, and stupid. when you watch his team play, watch some of his teams play football, it's incredible. He's a, he's a great manager. And I'm just going to throw this in there. It, it does piss me off when I see, I'm not going to say names, but people within Major League Soccer that cover Major League Soccer and hammer Minnesota. And I'm like, go and look at the wage bill. Like, do your job for a second. Go yeah. and look at the wage bill. Go and look at what he walked into. Yes, he's been there, I think, what, six years, five years, six years? I'm not sure how, how long. Since but the like, start, right? Yeah, look at what he walked into. Look mm-hmm. at the players that you signed on DP money. Then look at the wage bill on what they're having to work with and their DP players. I mean, Reynoso just went to to a DP salary. Do you know what I mean? Like, they have done such a brilliant job going and finding players. And then, obviously, the system that he plays, the his playing style, these last seven games, everyone's hammering him yet again. I'm like, look at the injuries that they've had. Look at the international players gone. Like, they've literally been hammered with injuries, specifically in the back yeah. line defensive players. So I'm just like... I don't know. But now I have to be careful, right? Because, like, you know, I can't hammer too many MLS people. No. You know, the, the other thing is people don't realize, you know, as a, as a manager, you're hired, you're hired to get fired and you hold on for as long as you can. And when you yeah. look, when he was at Orlando, he had great success there. He was there, what, five, six years as well. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, again, five, six years. So he's, he's a manager that goes places and he's got longevity because he's doing a good job and the board are happy with what he's doing. So yeah. as long as the people on the inside – know how good he is then that's all that really matters because people on the yeah. outside don't have a clue what's going on behind the scenes no mm-hmm. no you have You're a longer right. shelf life in major league soccer as well without relegation oh god don't get me started on that what do you guys think about relegation promotion and major league soccer well i don't think it'll ever happen because i don't just don't think that the owners are going to be coming into a a business spending what 350 million now yeah. for a franchise yeah. and uh, have relegation it's just not never going to happen but i i love the idea of it and i wish and i think we're getting there even in the united states that they're at a level where you look at danny dicchio's side in sacramento and that that yeah. league they've got some they've got some good players and they're they've pretty good standard as well so it'd be nice to see but i just don't see it don't pause i don't see it happening do you no i can't i can't see it happening i mean i would love to see it happening i mean major league soccer you got 28 teams now is that right yeah Yeah. 28 teams and i think with the the owners that are coming in now where they're spending you know whatever it is 350 million for a franchise fee then you got to build your stadium another hundred you know another 350 400 million to build your stadium and I think the last thing that they want is to say, yeah, let's have promotion relegation right now when I've just spent an absolute fortune yeah, exactly. to get in the franchise. Yeah, that's that's why I don't think it'll happen. And you look at this mm-hmm. agreement that um, MLS has made with the owners for Aston Villa about Las Vegas being 30. 30 is a pretty good number. You could, you know, North American sports, there's 32. But if you go beyond that, I think you really do kind of take away from, from yeah, some definitely. of the quality yeah, and integrity. For, too, for, to me, though, for me, 30. though, 30, 30 is too much. Yeah, I can see that. Sure. Because then you got your cup competition. Some teams are in Champions League. That's that's a hell of a lot of games that you're playing in one season. And you got to cram them in a little bit too with Major League Soccer because you can't play in the winter, especially the northern teams. The valuations have just come out for these clubs. No, I don't think anyone's surprised that the two LA teams are are valued at the highest. I think LAFC, the highest, 900 million. TFC was fifth. They were fifth at 700 million. But the uh, the third last and last, the other two Canadian teams. Vancouver was uh, 26th in Montreal, the uh, 28th in valuation for now. What were so, they worth? Uh, Montreal was about 300, I think. 
I saw that. We'll tweet this. Once we get the new stadium in Inter Miami, we surely will be up there, though. No. So when's that happening? When when is that? When are you getting that new stadium? Well, we we got the the board has um, voted in our. I'm talking as if like I'm on the board. I am an employee of Inter Miami (laughs) for two more games. So um, we did get the vote for yes, you can start to break ground. So they've broken ground at the. There's like this amazing. Well, it was an amazing golf course, no more. Um, but the Freedom to Dream Park. But there's like something in the ground that they have to get everything removed, and then doesn't go to a vote, but just basically they have to like see. There was something I don't know, something in the ground that's like not safe. So they're removing so, that, and then contaminated soil. Yeah. Um. So I think that they're breaking ground 2023, and it should be done like. 2024 i'm not entirely sure 2024 2025 when Lionel messi is coming to miami i'm just oh no he's going back to barcelona unfortunately you think so yeah no he's definitely going to barca well now that you speak spanish you're hearing both sides of the rumor mill yeah exactly which is is great (laughs) (laughs) is david beckham around much at the office yeah it's weird everyone always is like what's he like he is honestly the most genuine down-to-earth human being I think I've met for his stature in football as like a as someone famous do you know what I mean like yeah, you yeah. get famous people they're like we don't have time we're not chatting with you he talks like every time he's at a home game he'll be like hey Kay how are you how are the kids I'm like you know I have kids like what like do you know what I mean I'm like that's someone that's invested like mm-hmm. with not only with the community but also creating that la familia at inter miami i mean he goes obviously his son plays for the second team but he he goes to the second teams in sweatpants sweater and a hat and he's like you know taking pictures with supporters after he's so invested it, it's it's honestly really cool to see i i, I joked with him the other day because um we had just missed each other in doha and i was like I was exhausted. Now he obviously probably flies private and everything, but like, <laughs> I'm like, how are you surviving at this moment? You were in Paris, then you were in Doha. Now you're an inter Miami game. And then I think he was flying out to like LA or something like that. And he's just like, you know what? It's just, you know, I'm enjoying life. And I'm like that. I don't know. He's just, he's a really, really good human being. Um, yeah. And I mean, you, even as his one son that plays for inter Miami, you can tell that he's come from a really good family. Like he's, mm-hmm very genuine which is for me is really cool to see so do you still call him david or is it bex now (laughs) Um, no i would never call him bex are you kidding me um no i would yeah i would just say like hey david like how are you but like yeah i don't know i wouldn't say like mr beckham (laughs) like definitely not bex because i'd be fired Uh, um (laughs) the super rich don't need to sleep caitlin they take a pill for that that don't need to sleep. <laughs> That's why he's able to travel as much as he is. Um, I do want to finish up on a couple of Qatar questions. I'll start with uh, maybe the shorter one. Are you working the World Cup in Qatar? Will you be covering uh, the event live? I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it. I'm going to. You say don't it have in- to say it. I'll, I'll tell no, you this. Say it. We won't say a word. Breaking news. If I get in trouble, I mean, my contract's already signed, so I can't get unsigned, can I? It? No, it'll no. be fine. Say um, it. So I, uh, I went to. Bien Qatar, Bien Mena, um, in for the Women's Euros and the Women's Champions League final. I went into the Champions League final as an analyst, and they ended up really, really liking me. Um, so then they were like, we want to see how you are as a host. So they brought me in to host the Euros, and they were like, God, we love you as a host. And they were like, what do you prefer? And I'm like, I don't know. I like both, like whatever you want to use me in. So um, they've signed me for the whole month, kind of doing everything. Analyst uh, doing some interviews, like 
with players because um, they have a lot of access. So yeah, I'll be there with BN uh, presenting, hosting, um, analyst work. Like literally my dream job. It, it, it is my dream job. That's, That's amazing. amazing. Yeah, That's so I'll be draft. there the um, doing that. And yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be, it'll be lots of fun. Hey, who's your agent? How's my name on? Done. I will. Well, (laughs) maybe I won't actually, because I don't want (laughs) to. What? I can only take you in small doses. Then you'd have to work beside me. But no, in all seriousness, Caitlin, please, I'm going to send you my demo tape. Please, please uh, pass along to your agent. That's Um, fine. Honestly, I've been through a lot of agents. He is so good. I do want to ask you about John Herdman. Uh, you know him better than than most, uh, certainly better than anyone on the show right now. Is there anything that surprises you about where he's taken this Canadian men's national team? No, and I uh, I was really vocal when he first got the job, and everyone in the Canadian media was ripping on him, saying like, "What a disgrace it is!" Like, you know, you left the women's team to co- coach the men. It's completely a different ball game. And I know his work ethic. Um, he is one of the hardest working coaches men husbands dad in the world talk about no sleeping with david beckham i don't know when john herdman sleeps because he is always just thinking of a new way to better the program better himself better the players and i think that's one thing whereas i've, I've played under loads of managers i've never had a manager that was so invested in seeing us succeed both off often on the pitch and that was even him putting my name forward for tsn because he knew i would be personally successful post playing so it's not like just a transaction where you come into camp play football and then it's like a transaction you're on your plane back to your club team he's genuinely so invested in your growth with your club team in in what league you're playing in, what league you should be playing in in order to develop your skill sets in which he needs it's like that level of detail which i think they will do well at the world cup i genuinely genuinely they think they will have an upset in their group They'll finish in that third place with four points. I think they'll have a win and a draw. Um, mm. But I, I, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. This last window, it was like a little bit touch and go, we will say. Um, but you look at all their their players, you know, in the World Cup qualification when they were together for so long. You know, they were coming off big seasons. You know, Richie Larea playing every minute at TFC, then didn't play for a year. Kyle Laren at Besiktas scoring goals. Jonathan David doing well at Lille and then kind of fell off a little bit in that scoring streak. So um, I think they'll be completely fine once the World Cup comes. He's just got a way of being able to pull teams together, pull players together and being on the same page. It's like a really weird skill set that he has, but it's incredible. It's interesting as well that we, you know, he's made history qualifying a women's and a men's team now for the World Cup. And he's in unique territory. And also that we can actually discuss this with, former women players that played underneath them as far as men and men. So we get this different perspective out of this gentleman, but there's, you know, John Herman is one of a kind. Uh, I will say that he's uh, we've I've talked to Jimmy a lot about the managers we've had and he's uh, he's up there as well. And uh, he's worked every little bit of it and he's uh, he's had to work for it all. He had to leave England and move down to New Zealand. And he yeah. took a lot of made a lot of sacrifices to get to where he's got to now. Nothing's been given to this man. Hmm. no not at all and i think that's like the best thing about him and i think that's why a lot of people are willing to fight for him both on and off the pitch i know obviously when all that stuff was going through the media like we still have a very close relationship i'm like what can i do to help like do you know what i mean or you know what games like there's networks that i've worked with and they're like we cannot get in touch with anyone from canada soccer for player interviews or anything like this and i'm like 
let me just see what John has to say. And then they're like, you can't be texting John. I'm like, well, respond to emails. That's your job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. and John's like, yeah, whatever you need, like interviews, no problem whatsoever. So mm. uh, yeah, he's just, he, he's the man of the people, but then also he's just get shit done. And I think that's the best part about him. So yeah. Well, you two have something uh, in common. Uh, you've bet on yourselves and uh and you're very successful because of it and we're all we're all fortunate to be able to uh to see the rewards of you you two betting on yourselves and and taking uh yourselves in the game to new heights so caitlin this was amazing honestly thank you so much for doing this uh i'm assuming you're probably getting to the more serious part of the pedicure now that I, the machinery stopped I'm, I'm actually yeah i'm actually finished and i look like a brand new person so <laughs> uh, wine time now yeah, yeah i'm actually going to sonoma tomorrow for my birthday so i'm like literally at the, it, this was must needed so oh well, happy okay. birthday Thank you. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you for spending part of your birthday week with us on Footy Prime. <laughs> we we, no, we got to do this again, Kellen. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, Kellen, Kyle. Thank you. Thanks, Kellen. Absolute legend. Uh, Producer Dan Wong is back. Wong, did, you don't have nine questions in the back. No, no, here. I didn't. But I yeah. just wanted to say, Kellen, you did a great job of asking on Twitter what podcast to follow. And oh. we came up, fellas. It you guys. It was all us. Yeah, it was literally all you. It was like the best podcast. It's awesome. It's funny. It's down to earth. And I was like, what? (laughs) Well, now we also have Kalen just saying the best podcast in the wrong context, but we're going to use it over and over and loop it. (laughs) It's part of our branding, actually. We're going to send that to uh, all of our agents. Kalen Kyle said, this is the best podcast of all time. I love it. That's uh, fine. Just send me 10% of all your earnings. That's great. I'll be your. See, I wonder who you get that from. Hey, Mini Inchy. Yeah, definitely. Get it from him. Kaylin, this was excellent. Well, uh, enjoy the World Cup and the rest of this MLS season, and we can't wait to see what you get up to next and having you on the show again. All right. Cheers, guys. Follow us on socials, footy underscore prime. That was a great chat, boys. I'm really glad we got to uh, finally get Kaylin on the show. Yeah. Uh, She's awesome. Thanks for setting that up. Yeah, she's done really well for herself. She definitely has. Uh, Well, that's another interview in the books. So uh, as I was alluding to, follow us on the socials for more information and uh, for all the good stuff, footy underscore prime on Twitter. And we'll be back on uh, midweek with another big episode. So until then, uh, cheers for listening and keep buying newspapers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.